Welcome to Free Memory. I'm your host, Gideon, and we are back with another episode. This podcast was recorded on July 26th, one day before upload. Enjoy the show. Today's topic is actually about an Apple Watch. So I just got the Series 6 Apple Watch, and I find it super interesting. I know it didn't just come out, it came out in September of 2020, which is, you know, almost a year ago, about nine months ago, if not more, I think it's about nine months ago. And so, of course, the Apple Watch Series 7 is just around the corner, um, but that's okay, I just got the Series 6, no big deal. Um, I tend to carry my watch for a long time, and so it doesn't really matter when I get it, um, because it's not like I, you know, I'm, I'm in no rush to get it, so it's just whatever, I just get it now, okay. And... So a quick rundown of the specs, it's got, you know, all the standard sensors like a GPS, a compass, an altimeter, um, you know, a gyroscope, ambient light sensor, microphone, NFC, a heart rate sensor, and also on top of that, it's got two sensors that I didn't expect, which is the blood oxygen sensor and the ECG. So I actually come from the Galaxy Watch Sport, which came out around five years ago, I think. And so, you know, this has been quite a step up, especially considering that I've been using an iPhone all this time. Um, you know, using the Galaxy Watch with a iPhone is actually not too easy of a task. Um, but yeah, this watch has a you know 368 by 448 screen, which actually for such a tiny device, I'm surprised it has a resolution that high. I you know I kind of expected it to have like a 200 by 200 resolution. So this is about double, and it also has a 1000 nits peak brightness, which actually compared to yesterday, yesterday I talked about the Steam Deck, which had a 400 nits peak brightness. So this this is like really designed to be used outdoors. You know I can really see outside and you know see what's going on, and um, I guess you know whatever is necessary whenever I want to go outside or, you know, swim in the ocean or whatever. Actually, I don't know if I can swim in the ocean. I haven't looked in too much into that. Um, that is something that I do want to do with this watch. The old watch I definitely did. So hopefully I will be able to swim in the ocean. Maybe I'll give a progress update, you know, in one of the future episodes. But yeah, it's got a 64-bit dual-core CPU, a gigabyte of RAM, and 32 gigabytes of storage. So this actually has, you know, it's actually more powerful than my last desktop, which I upgraded this year as well. Um, that's, that's actually kind of crazy. Um, to think about, you know, my handheld watch that sits on my wrist is somehow more powerful than the desktop I was using less than six months ago. But yeah, it's got a one, you know, watt hour battery and it's about 47 grams, which is relatively light by all things considered. It's it's a bit on the heavy side, it feels like. It does feel a bit heavier than my old watch, but it's not something that I can't, you know, pallet. It's it's perfectly fine. Um, so I guess compared to my old watch, it's, it's definitely more powerful. It's got more features. Um, it also has the always-on display. That's actually one of the reasons why I got this watch is because, you know, my old watch had an always-on display and this watch has an always-on display, so it's actually quite nice. The battery life is definitely far worse, though. My old watch definitely could last a couple days, no problem. This watch can maybe last two days with the always-on display turned off, but with the always-on display, it's not lasting. It's lasting a day. That's it, um, which is kind of unfortunate, but at least it does charge faster. Um, you know, it can go to the shower, charge it up, and it'll be done. Whereas the other watch, I actually had to like wait a little bit before it was done charging. Um, I wanted to try out the actually the blood oxygen feature as well, which I talked about, but I actually can't even try out this feature because they require you to be 25 or something. And you know, being a college student, I'm obviously not old enough yet because you know I'm not 25 yet. Um, I had I got the product red watch actually. Um, it comes with you know the red casing and the red band, so. We'll see how this wears out. Um, I actually kind of wanted a black one, but that, that's no big deal. This is a cool color as well. And I also got a case for it. So I don't know if I should have done this. 
Um, but for my old watch, I had a case on it because, you know, if you're swimming, sometimes you might run into the wall and then, you know, stretch or whatever, and your hand, your wrist might scratch against the wall. And so, you know, you don't want to scratch the screen on, you know, a several hundred dollar device. And so I actually did go out and buy a case for this watch. And so I have a case on my Apple watch. It does make it a little bit bulkier, but it's not too bad either. Um, supposedly it's tempered glass. Hopefully I don't have to put it to the test. Um, hopefully it, if it does get tested, you know, it it does its job um, because I did spend like $10 on it. So I would like it for it to, at least to do as advertised, if nothing more, you know, the most I can expect. Um, another feature actually about this watch that I found really interesting is it has a U1 chip, or I guess it's called ultra wideband, whatever Apple wants to call it. Um, to me, it's basically just a really fancy, you know, low power, but high gain Bluetooth chip. I'm not exactly sure if it's that what, that's what it is, but I think that's what it is. Um, and so it's good for the new Find My Network, which would be great if I wasn't, you know, using an iPhone 6, which, you know, doesn't really support those kind of Find My features. Um, so it's it's a bit of a pain um, to be... I, I am thinking about getting a new cell phone, but for now it works perfectly fine. Um, although, you know, I think my watch has an easier time finding my phone than my phone finding my watch, especially because my phone just doesn't work that well anymore. It's, you know, getting a little bit to the older side. So that, that is what it is. I think overall this watch has been really interesting so far. I've actually been using it for about uh, two weeks now since the time of recording, or I guess two weeks before I started recording this podcast, I actually got the watch. And so, you know, I have an unboxing. I did, you know, I, I took a look at it. I took it for a spin. The, actually, the first day that I got the watch, I actually went and walked like several miles. Um, I don't even know, like 10 miles or something. So... I got a lot of steps in that day and I filled all my rings, but after that I actually have been having trouble filling my rings, which is actually kind of interesting. Uh, this new, this ring system that I'm definitely not totally used to, because on, on my old Samsung watch, um, I didn't really like use the, like, the Samsung Health app even though I had it on my phone, but now I have this like watch app and the Samsung, like not Samsung, Apple, Apple Health app. And actually that's actually, okay, that's now that I think about it, that's actually one of the things I really dislike about you know, this Apple Watch, I have to have three apps on my phone just to use the watch, which I think is an asinine, like, feature. Like, I think everything should be in just one app. Um, you know, I think the Apple Watch, like, settings could be put in the settings app because I don't know why it needs, like, its own app. And then, you know, the uh, fitness app should be in the health app, and the health app should just show me all my data. I think it's very strange that I have to have three apps just to, you know, manage my watch, which is the Apple Watch app and, like, the fitness app and the Apple Health app. I think that's just a, you know, strange design decision. Um, and I hope, you know, Apple will like merge these together in the future, as well as bring white theme to um, the activity app, because it would be, it would be nice, you know, to have, you know, a cohesive theme. If I'm using white theme, I want, you know, all my apps to be white. I know, like, it's crazy. But most, it's, I, my phone's usually in dark theme anyway, so I guess I don't notice it too much. But it is definitely noticeable when I'm, you know, using white theme, and every single app is white, and then I open the activity app, and it's still black. Um, or I guess dark theme, whatever you want to call it, you know, light theme, dark theme. Um, so I think that's, you know, quite kind of interesting. Uh, but overall, you know, I've been really happy with this watch so far. I hope it holds up, you know. Um, Apple is quite known for making anti-consumer, I guess, devices that are not repair-friendly, that don't last a long time, even though, you know, this iPhone 6 has lasted quite a long time. So hopefully, here's the hoping that, you know, my watch lasts as long as possible. I'd like to use it, you know, five, ten years if possible, I hope the battery doesn't degrade, although, you know, I can't hope too much for that. And I would prefer not to replace the battery because once I do that, you know, I'm probably going to ruin the water resistance, which is like the main feature for buying a smartwatch is, you know, at least for me, I'm a bit of a swimmer and I like to go swimming with the watch. So that's hopefully what I can do with the watch. 
And yeah, um, if you have any comments actually about the Apple Watch, I'd like to hear them. Uh, if you own an Apple Watch, let me know. I'd like to hear what you think about the Apple Watch. Um, you know, in the show notes, you can actually find ways to contact me. The best way is to be leaving a you know, message or a voice message on the Anchor platform. So that's anchor.fm slash free memory. And um, my podcast actually, as of today, now also shows up on iTunes and Spotify, which is amazing. And yeah, um, I guess soon I'll be thinking about creating, you know, so actually, let me let me mention this real quick. So I'm actually looking at sponsorships right now. Um, I'm going to try to keep sponsorships to exactly 15 seconds or exactly 30 seconds, um, if not more. But I'll keep them in multiples of 15 seconds because I believe, you know, podcast players, they have the, the forward and skip back or forward and back buttons that correspond to 15 seconds each. So in case you want to skip the advertisements or sponsorships, that's perfectly fine with me. But and also, yeah, I'll also be looking into, you know, making a social media for this podcast. But I don't know yet. I probably won't be at this moment. I'm still on the leaning side towards no. Um, I still haven't made a website either, which I would rather do before I make, you know, social media. But yeah, thank you for tuning in and listening to the Free Memory Show hosted by Gideon, which is me. As always, you can find links and references in the show notes. And yeah, um, let me know about all the things that I've talked about today.